0: Welcome to another episode of Sloss and Humphreys on the road, minus the Sloss. And in his place, Mark Nelson is here, cracking me up all the way through the podcast, as he does best. Um, we'll talk about a number of things, like like I'm giving you a preview of what you're literally just about to listen to. It's like, you know, when you're watching Practical Joke, as in like, it shows you a clip of the Practical Joke they we're about to do, and then shows you just a slightly more extended version of the clip you've just watched. This is This is essentially what this intro is. Um, we're going to talk about strippers and people's motivations for going to the strippers and some people who get addicted to the strippers. We talk about stripper names. We talk about the Fringe Festival. It's looming upon us both. It's at the, the admin stage of the Fringe, which is the dullest, where you've got to get your photos sorted and shit like that. So uh, we'll have a little complaint about, about photo shoots. we talk quite a bit about photo shoots and how corny they can be. Which, um, that that made us laugh a little bit. Talking talking about our most embarrassing photographs and whatnot. Um, we talk about going out drinking without having a drink. Those people don't trust them. Do not trust them. In fact, you know what get on with the podcast sorry for keeping you and thanks for subscribing anybody who's listening on early access if you're not uh, may i recommend it's, it's only three quid may i recommend you subscribe and listen to the episode that i done on the thursday gone with mark where we taught each other loads of shit that we don't know we had homework for that one we learned some new things taught each other the new things and every listener is just a little bit better for it you know they they each have like more conversation in the pub over the water cooler now do people chat over the water cooler you know that cliche is it real do you go and get a water and like chat shit listen to the podcast Sloss and Humphreys on the road muggins and cream cream and muggins straight thugging living the dream that's our intro fucking muggles tickling the clit inside your head to make you laugh They said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, moguls. Accidental rim job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglopedia. Where have you been since 9-11? And here we go again, a public episode of Sloss and Humphreys on the road with substitute teacher Mark Nelson.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's actually even more offensive than the replacement bus
0: service. <laughs> substitute teacher. I found that picture of us. If, if anyone checks on my Instagram, I think, I, oh no, did I put it on a story?
1: I think it was on a story, yeah.
0: Oh no, it was on the post. It was on the Sloss and Humphreys Instagram on an actual post. Right. Um... Me and you did a photo shoot for what, individual fringe shows uh, with Marty Lynn, car photography show, yeah. um, where we got some photos done. I think it was, it wasn't the photo shoot with the photo that constantly haunts me. Have you seen that photo where I've got bleached blonde hair and I'm wide eyed leaning into the camera as if like, <laughs> <laughs> as if I'm just like sat too close to the telly. Uh, uh, you know, because that photo just still, right? 2010 I took it, used it for one fringe show. I know show. exactly
1: what one you mean now. I've just I just remembered that yeah. straightened bleached yes, blonde hair. Yes.
0: Like, like cloud of final yes, fantasy. Yes. Right? That photo I took, used for one fringe show, and it still to this day comes up, and you know, when promoters just do their own like Googling and it's right clicking and using pictures. And every time it comes up, I'm like, what made you pick that photo? Uh,
1: and also I'm assuming when they've, if they have just done a basic Google to find the photo, they'll have had to scroll down because that's not like one of the top one that's that uh, comes up. Yeah. So why have they scrolled past all the other completely acceptable photos? It's probably
0: still on the agent's website. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably still leading with that one. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Like Maybe it's because it was one of the first ones that I used as a professional headshot. Yeah. That, like, it, it comes up on a lot more hits because they've had more views over the years. They've accumulated more uh, views. Possibly, aye. Maybe it's like if one person saves it, that puts it in the algorithm for somebody else to see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know the answer, but that photo fucking haunts me. Yeah. It, uh, and I know I've not seen the last of it. It'll come back up. Aye. But it wasn't that foot shoot. It was one after you were wearing a suit. I wore a suit! And yeah. I was wearing a jeans and like a kind of fucking trendy t shirt with like skull and crossbone Blue a baseball cap in a baseball cap. A trucker cap. Before I realised mm. that I can't wear hats, <laughs> which, become, which become a routine from asking the audience a genuine question. You know, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Jimmy McGee. It was two, so 2014. I was wearing a baseball cap in in Australia. And Jimmy was like, you, car, you've got to stop wearing hats, man. You look like you're dying. <laughs> I, look, I, look like, I look like I'm fucking taking <laughs> my fucking last respite, fucking last trip to Australia. It's like, oh, yeah, fucking make a wish. So you He's started like, asking audiences. That so like I wasn't a- having it because I wore hats all the fucking time. Yeah. I wore beanies. I wore baseball caps. I just fucking wore hats. I like wearing hats. Mm. I felt good in them. And then uh, I just, <laughs> I never wore them on stage. And then I just said, can you just settle the dispute for us? My mate says, I look like I'm dying when I wear a hat. And I put the hat on. And the fucking died laughing. Yeah. And I was like, wait, fuck off. No, I've, <laughs> I've got to do this at the start of every single show. Yeah. Like, so that's... Because uh, it's now a bet. Yeah, it's so that, it's like, yeah. It's now, like, if you get a laugh that hard on stage, it stays. Oh, God, yeah. It yeah. stays. Yeah. And I've yeah. stayed for years. Yeah. I've only stopped doing it since I've come That's back. why I always get my cock out at the start. <laughs> <laughs> I had, um... A black, a black eye uh, from the co- comics boxing right and um, I, I knew I had to have a fucking joke about it right because you kind of just go on stage with a black eye and not mention it uh, and I went on and I just went I wish I had a cool story about my black eye I've just I've never opened Prosecco before <laughs> And it was the quickest. <laughs> it's the quickest I've ever been off the blocks from like from grabbing the mic to getting a laugh. Yeah, it's been it's been the quickest route to a joke, and that opener lasted two gigs. Aye, three gigs performing Black Eye was gone. I was oh, like, that is it. I think like, why? Because I just wanted I wanted to get hit. I'm starting fights yeah. <laughs> so I can get me opener back. <laughs> Did I um, Barry Castanola fucking? Um, but, uh, I was just
1: going I was just going to mention Barry's opening but, Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: That one came by accident. I think he'd tumble dried his sweater uh-huh. and then just took it straight to the tumble dryer and into his bag right and then he puts it on and it's fucking tiny <laughs> and he walks on stage and just went guess who's just bought a new tumble dryer and then throws his hands up in the and air his belly co- and uh... his belly just pops out if he's if he's top. wow straight off the blocks quickest route to the fucking quick like quickest route to the opening gag it's a great I've, opening I've joke I've ever seen in yeah. stand up
1: that's brilliant
0: that's the quickest I'll ever seen anybody get to their first punchline yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah Couldn't fucking left his jump at home one day <laughs> Barry Castellano left his jump at home, and you know how disarming it is if you lose your your opening gag's yeah. gone. Yeah, right. You fucking your quickest route to opening gag. You want to big laughs? It's gone. Let's your arsenal, right? And he went, Fuck it, I'm going to go and buy a jump that's too small." And he went around the shops, and he just couldn't find one quite small enough. And went to baby gap, gap kids. He went to gap kids. <laughs> he bought a sc- <laughs> he bought a school jumper from Gap Kids. <laughs> 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 so, so, so that he can't <laughs> <don't> own <know>. anything yeah, <laughs> <who just> bought. <laughs> Guess who bought your tumble? Drive?
1: Oh my god! So, so Barry, I, I realize I've never actually asked him that. Has Barry got a is it one jumper?
0: Well, you know that he's always had. It was the one jumper that he actually put in the tumble drive. Aye. That was the, the, the nexus of the joke. Nexus. Is that the right word? Starting point. Oh, yeah. Um And uh, he's, I think it's developed from there that so he just wears child's jumpers now. <laughs> <laughs> he was in sti- oh, that's amazing! He was in stitches were both giggling to go. And he went, yeah, just shuffled up, went, read the label, let me jump. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, was brilliant. That was, that was like, brilliant.
0: Uh, so on, on the photo shoot, you're wearing a suit, and I'm wearing me trucker hat and me, um, me jeans and all yeah. that, and for some reason we stood back-to-back back with... Like, I think arms. it was...
1: Uh, Martin said to us, like, is that, like... I really, I, I've, I've really liked the folk that take photos for Edinburgh, but it's one of the most stressful times doing that photo stuff because I hate having my photo taken, and I hate being asked to do... Mm-hmm. Because in in yourself, you don't realise that you look bored most of the time. So you can't just do. So they're always like, just do something wacky. Uh, Hold this. Is that what you want to do? do with this, your face? Yeah, do this. But, and there's always that fucking like going really, really close. So or it's like, a
0: real spell where every Edinburgh comedian was scratching the back of the head. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's got a scratch in the back of the head. Yeah. Or
1: looking up quizzically at something like. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Uh, I look, looking at the gods. Yeah, and but I think I think that was that day. Martin just said to us like, let's muck about and do a couple is and he put us back to back. And we, we look like a fucking um, cop show that lasted one series and...
0: <laughs> straight of VHS yeah, movie. Yeah, back I've had that photo for fucking years, but with no reason to pedal, pedal it out, mm. <laughs> and I peddled it out for the launch of the yeah. Day. It you works. The it does work. <laughs> but you, you not supply teacher in the court. You were it was real teacher, supply teacher. Yeah, 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 yeah. something swear and let you call me <laughs> by <with> my <laughs> first name. <laughs> you bulk people for lateness.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm up and sexual harassment yard
0: <laughs> you you bust a kid's nose I <laughs> uh, saw so, them photo shoots right I'd done one just before the pandemic in fact you know what the pandemic was kicking in because I remember being nervous of public transport when I went for the mm-hmm. photo shoot and I walked quite a long distance across London um, to get to this photo shoot and what I wanted to do about my show right for my 2020 show is was I wanted to do it about hobbies at the time? I'd getting bang into me knitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd been dealing with quite a lot of Muay Thai, and um, I just wanted to like start, like just looking at what people like, do a little bit of crowd interaction, find out what people's hobbies are, yeah. write little bits of material about each hobby, and try and have like just a wealth of material about like what people do for recreation. And I was gonna call the show "Knit a Box of Glory." Nice. Right. So I was fucking engineering it, run the title. That's brilliant. Else yeah. Like. And I went with me boxing gloves and me knitwear to this (laughs) photo shoot and I look back through them photos. With so much cringe as I'm there oh, with like God, the ball yeah. of wool in a boxing glove while I'm knitting with it. I used the big green jumper that that uh-huh. knitted us. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was gonna yeah. tell the story of like uh, our toxic masculinity, like creating something special mm. and like like helping reignite a dying art and all that shit, right? And like uh, I was gonna tell that story. So I'm wearing the jumper that he made me in the in the competition. I've got the ball of wool and it just looked like I'm going, Look how much depth I have <laughs> Look Mm. at all of my many layers. (laughs) Yeah. Look, I'm a a comedian who knits and boxes. Yeah, I just fucking, uh, it just feels yuck. I never did write the show, and I know I didn't use the photos. I used one of the photos on my Twitch stream. Uh So the photos out there, and that will haunt me in years to come. There was a couple of years,
1: I didn't even realise it had happened because it was different photographers as well, but I'd been sitting on different types of chairs and sitting in a different way. So there was, like, one where I was, like, kind of sitting back like that as if I was, like, i just fucking got the... It was like Game of Thrones, just kind of sitting that like a lord. And then there was another one where I was just uh, kind of sitting down like that with my hands like that, looking really uh, cheeky. Uh, and
0: cheeky. then
1: little monkey. And then there's one... That, oh, fucking hell. There's one where, for some reason, they've used... It's almost like a kitchen chair, and it's I've spun it, right? So I've put my legs either side of the back of it,
0: but it, look, it looks like, like I'm trying to seduce someone. Like you're trying to be mates with the inmate. <laughs> yes, yes. You, know, yes. you, you give him a cigarette. You you give the inmate a cigarette and you, you turn the chair around. Yeah. You're, str- you're side-straddling. But it's got a proper basic
1: instinct kind of vibe about it. Like it, it looks <laughs> yeah, and weird.
0: Your, and you're funny. <laughs> uh, um, so we're at the stage now of The Fringe where... Mm. Where, where agents are getting, like, uh, getting... Their their job starts today for The Fringe. They want to get, like, everybody's venue sorted. Mm. They want to get everyone's listing sorted. They want to get tickets on early pre-sale. So, like, their job starts now for The Fringe. And our job doesn't start until we're... Well, we'll, we'll start writing the material The night now. before. <laughs> the night before, aye. And we are our homework on the bus yeah, comics. Yeah. We really sneer at the comics who have... It's February. The comics who have already done previews. Yeah. London comics mostly. London comics, yeah. We we'll sneer at them, but you're like, party guns. Oh, I fucking wish I had that in us, because yeah. I still put up a show that competes with theirs. Yeah. I'll, st- I'll still go and put a show on that, like, I'll get the same fucking critical acclaim that theirs does, and they start in January. What could I achieve if I started in January? Like, there's well, a part of us that can, I wish I was a fucking better worker.
1: See, to see what the... See, again. that's the thing, right? Because I've gone through the same stuff in my head. And it is absolutely the only reason I slag off folk like Elliot and Tom is through my own feelings. Like, because in my head I'm going, "You're not working as hard as them." Aye. So rather than have a word with yourself, just fucking attack, attack and their, slag attack them. Attack their work. I yeah, think yeah. So I probably you, bring them down. Hands up, fully it's, admit that it's toxic. Yeah, it is <laughs> massively toxic, uh, and it's no good for yourself either. But. Um, but then like you say, we we leave it and then we come to those first previews and we're shitting each other going, This is I did nothing. One preview when we punch drunk show it's, it's insane. One preview, what the fuck
0: was I playing that?
1: But then you but then I've done the same where I go, if I worked as hard as them and if I did this earlier I mean, could I... Would I have a show that would win an award? Would I have a... But I don't or would think I
0: have such heightened expectations of I, how hard I work that, that just getting me a four-star average would fucking hurt my feelings, yeah, like...
1: I don't think I would, because... You, you, you would look
0: at the... When, when you see a four-star, you're like, you're buzzing about that. You're like, yeah. you fucking just achieved like a above-average mark. Yeah, yeah. You know? You know I'm, happy, I'm happy with a B. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm buzzed with a B. But it's... I don't think if I had that pressure... I would be able to, because I have tried some years to start really, really early, and I'm getting nothing because there's no jeopardy involved in it. I don't have to do it because I know in my mind, my mind's almost like my subconscious is going, you've got ages for this, Mm -hmm. so it doesn't matter if this entire week everything you write is dog shit. Whereas if it's in three weeks, fucking hell, this better be gold that you're putting down in every page because... The pressure's yeah, on.
0: Yeah, you, t- you, t- you don't you don't try out the ideas. You know, you you refine you refine the writing process hmm. a lot harder when you know there's like yeah. there's one chance I've got to take and I've got to get this yeah. right first time. Good, the gun to the head method has always worked for me. But yeah, fuck man, I'd love I'd love to.
1: The stress isn't I, the stress is horrible.
0: Uh, I'd love to already have a show in my back pocket. now. Yeah. And I've got a day's tweak between now and yeah.
1: August. See that the, the problem I have as well is I. I always get like self-conscious and stuff that the comics that are doing shows in February and stuff like that are already their show, whereas I've got to see some of them and it is literally people with reams and reams of paper, not in any order, picking one up and going... So I, w- I was thinking, um, uh, like, you know you know how um, the petrol caps are at different uh, sides of your car and uh, sometimes you get really confused about which side and you try and put it in the wrong one and it's not a hole there. I thought that might be quite a funny concept. No? Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's uh, literally it's, the b- most shitty... That shouldn't have got past your mate. Bizarre- yeah, exactly. The, the Whereas should- I panic like fuck Uh, if i do a show and it's not almost there mm -hmm. so i make sure that my show is pretty much there anyway before Uh, a preview
0: yeah yeah and and i think we're we're very lucky that we're surrounded by a good filtration like each other Mm -hmm. i I can always put my gags through you through daniel Mm -hmm. through gareth through ryan like i can always put them through you guys and like whatever comes out the other side of you guys and then goes on stage and that's gonna work yeah because, like, I've already fucking... I've already gotten it pat-tested by my mates. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So uh, I I guess if you're just there on your own and you're, and you're using your own filter... If that, I mean, we have all seem to have good filters anyway, yeah. but, but uh, I guess it's a different journey for the comics. Yeah. Maybe it's...
1: I mean, there will be some people, like, I know... I don't know, like, I imagine it's fairly true, but, like, like the, the year Phil Nickel won the main award, like, he wrote that on the train on the way up like oh, it is literally last minute
0: Wow! I need to
1: write something
0: oh, and yeah. then as well the panic of that he must oh, be walking right like- through hell that's tortured artist shit that like, yeah. if, you're, if, if you're going up and writing your French show on the train Edinburgh like that, that's, that's made from a different place isn't yeah, it yeah. than then the calculated place of the person who, who who waits seven years before the first show because they want to be nominated for the newcomer award yeah so they've got like seven that calc- years what's of gold that to- calculated measure is going to take a lot dull a lot of the shine off of the rawness of yeah,
1: of, <laughs> and a lot of the enjoyment out of it as uh, well. but yeah.
0: because I don't like I I I I've spoken to
1: Fred Macaulay about this quite a bit, and he was talking about like because because there's so much money involved now, and because uh it is so corporate and stuff, comedy. Um, when people go that first night of the fringe, that first week when you might get press people in and all that kind of stuff, it, you need to hit the ground running. Like, those, those ones that are classed as previews aren't really previews. They're right. the first nights. Yeah. So you need to hit the ground running. Whereas... Yeah, so I, it,
0: I always want to be off notes for them. Yes, absolutely. You know, Wednesday, when, Thursday, Friday, as a preview yeah. or whatever the fuck. You're like, well, I'm not taking notes on. Yeah. I'm going on and I've remembered me shit at that point. Yeah. Like, it's not a preview
1: preview. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. But the way it used to be, when he was telling me was, Edinburgh used to be a lot more experimental and a lot more fun, in my opinion. Because you would go up and you'd have an idea of a show and you would do it and then by the, you'd polish it because you're doing it every single night. You'd do it and by the, the end of the Fringe, you would have a cracking show which you would then take on tour. And the audiences enjoyed it because they saw the evolution of that show.
0: And it would give them a show they could come back to again. Exactly. They could they could yeah. come at the beginning, they could come at the end. Yeah, and everything was so much more uh, relaxed,
1: but now it needs to be... Yeah. Had the ground running straight uh, away.
0: Yeah. Uh there's uh there's so much like uh people people are wanting to catch a break and get spotted and be seen and get good reviews and all that. Like I've I've never tried to I have always tried to like switch off a little bit of all of that noise. Yeah. And just think first and foremost that people who've bought tickets you exactly. have come in and got a ticket give them a good product and if anything like that happens around it if someone happens to be in that night and something comes of it like and then I've had like little breaks like um Mary Tobin being mm. in one year and then I ended up going to Australia for a good run and and there has been things like that that have come off the back of it but I've never went in with the thing of like he has me vision board I want to be seen by somebody that books in Australia I yeah. want to be so like I, I, as much as it is a good byproduct of the fringe is these things coming off it. I've never had that as my focus.
1: No, and it's that's not to say I would. I don't have that either. But I don't. That's not to say what the other people that do have a five year plan or a 30 day plan this needs to be done this day this needs to be done this day I need to have achieved uh, and, this by and then you
0: actually see it working for people yeah if you it works for you you people that have got be good PR campaigns yeah. and they end up in like a lot of lists and they end up in a lot of like joke of the fringes and yeah. like a lot of people will end up with all of this like heat that starts gathering around them by the end of it and by the end they've like got fucking opportunities in abundance Yeah, and that comes because they've planned a route through the fringe Yeah, and I'm never going to get that by just bumbling through caring for the audience no I'm never going to get that him, no, like, and that, uh, that's
1: why neither one of them is right. It just depends uh, what kind of person you are. Because, like, I've had uh, a comic one well, a couple of years ago, I know quite well, talking about how they were having... Like, the judges were coming in and a certain reviewer was coming in. And they were going... And I've been thinking, I don't think they'd like this joke. So I'm thinking of dropping this joke and putting it... And I was like, that. Yeah. well, now you're showing utter disrespect for the people that are actually paying you uh, to be there you're what well, you're you're changing the entire show to suit four people that aren't uh-huh. giving you any money for a ticket that are getting a free into you on the off chance that they might prefer this bit because uh-huh. you've second-guessed what they're looking for
0: uh, so don't
1: listen it, to the the crowds you've had already that love and laugh at that bit you're going to drop that because you think the other ones might not like that,
0: exactly, and, that, and it can totally throw you. Like, you know, if you were like, "Oh, you're gonna have American age American agents are coming in to see it tonight," and then you're mm. like, "Oh, I've got a fucking 15 minute bit about Richard and Judy." They <laughs> 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 like, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm never gonna get picked up. Yeah, I'm gonna have to bring in some old stuff from a new show that completely fucks up the structure of it. Yeah, you're like oh, you, you have you have to just fucking yeah, you have to just go in there and just do your show and see what happens. Ah, huh. I think. I don't know. Legacy. There's no right answer. Or wrong answer. No, there's probably wrong answers. I mean, there's probably wrong answers. That guy that made a a massive minge that squirted. (laughs) yes, gorgeous. That that squirted and had a... Pete Jonas? Pete
1: Jonas, yeah. I think that was his name, yeah.
0: He had a show called Dark Side of the Poon. Yeah. (laughs) And comics would go to watch it every day. Yeah. There would always be comics in the crowd just watching this. I never saw the show, but apparently it was... Quite misogynistic, mm-hmm. and then he wheeled out this giant vagina that he made at home in his garage, it squirted it's water. All the people that were walking by is his promo, and then he got a he got a zero star review, yeah, zero star, yeah, from Julia Chamberlain, who's a good friend of ours. Yeah,
1: and I think she actually said, like, if she could give minus scores, she, she would have because.
0: And then he wrote a rebuttal blog to her saying she should try anal shotgun suicide. <laughs> That's the wrong way to do the French Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like if to say
1: there isn't the wrong way to yeah. do it, I'm like, there, there, there is. Yeah. <laughs> at, there's certain points, like there's a certain. I, I think there's a lot. Well, a lot of things that people have done, where you have to look. Like, because there's always a moment, self reflective moment in everybody's life, every day, where you're brushing your teeth, or you're wiping your face at night, or you're doing your hair in the morning, where you're looking at it's just you looking at yourself in the mirror, uh-huh. right. And that's where you go, what the fuck? Like, there's, right. we both know. There's been times right. and nights out or, like, there's what been times where that? I've been, like, I've, I've drunk until, like, seven in the morning knowing that I've got an hour's sleep before I need to get right. a train. And I've woken up at, like, quarter to eight and gone... I'm going to have another beer a warm beer just to level myself out so I can manage to make this train Aye. and when you're doing that you look at yourself and go what the fuck is wrong with you like Aye. what are you playing at
0: well it's the one you done where you woke up you'd been on the train you woke up and you're like fuck me stop and the train left and you looked over your shoulder and saw the sign for Oxenholm Oxenholm yeah <laughs> in the to... middle
1: of the Yorkshire Dales yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> you're just having a pint in Oxenholm on your own <laughs> God, miles from home it wasn't explaining even excluding your family you're not coming back the night
1: it wasn't even a pint because <laughs> the next train wasn't for two hours it wasn't even a pint I had to go to a village shop to get cans of Stella and I just sat at the train station and that yeah that was a, but th- I, that I
0: had to get a bag of cans yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: No, there was no other option yeah, yeah, yeah. than getting yeah, a bag of it cans. was only cans I, I, I couldn't have just went and had a bite to eat yeah. <laughs> I had to the, go and get fucked
1: now that that moment yes is when you go what the fuck have I done wrong that sitting in a stage in Oxenholm, knowing that I've let my family down, and that I've let myself down, and still drink the car—that is nothing compared to sitting in your garage and making a massive vagina <laughs> so that it can squirt water at an audience like nothing that's the lowest point of your life when you're putting that much effort into a massive minge uh,
0: like i am cringing about a photo of me where <laughs> with, uh, with some midway <laughs> yeah. on and some boxing gloves yeah. trying to show my range and, uh, and, <laughs> and that makes us go yeah right.
1: and he's right. got a chisel out like trying <laughs> try
0: See how big am I going to make the clip? Yeah, yeah, is it an that an exaggerated clip, or is it a proportional clip? <laughs> what we're going to do? Right, I'm going to need a. I'm going to need a penny floater. I'm going to need a penny floater. Right, off to the shops. <laughs> <laughs> So aye. I, I'm, 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 I'm pretty good at them moments that creep up on you out of nowhere and going, yeah, I remember when you did this. You know, if, if a moment comes up, remember when you fucking met an absolute <laughs> muggy yourself with it. I did a real good job of laughing at it like it was somebody else and not me. Yeah. I didn't take any of it to heart. I didn't. I didn't ruminate on it. I don't like I don't grab hold of that memory stick to it let us keep it up at night and then feel the need to fucking text that person and apologise seven years later yeah like, yeah I never ever like that That them them seeds they plant themselves in my brain all the fucking time Aye. I've never once watered one of them I always, I always I've got a good job of just kind of <laughs> what a dick <laughs> yeah yeah what an yeah. absolute dickhead you know them people that are laughing at you good they should laugh at you yeah. you're a dick yeah exactly yeah <laughs> let them laugh yeah you can't take that laugh away from them
1: I try yeah. to undo it. It's like that um the uh Jim Jeffries line where he talks about how he doesn't trust people that don't drink. Mm. And he's like because uh,
0: Aye, pregnant so women they've got, they've never no- trust a pregnant <laughs> woman,
1: <laughs> woman. They've got no stories. He's like do you know yes. do you know every every person that doesn't drink do you know how their story ends? And then I went no. home. <laughs> <laughs> then <laughs> I went to bed <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, I, I really felt, um, I, I was at a wedding in December and there was a couple, um, a couple of our mates who were pregnant while were at the wedding. And uh, I felt, I really felt for them because they uh, were just watching everyone just getting wet and drunk. Yeah. And also, like, I woke up and I was just like, oh, things I did will actually be remembered. Yeah. Because there was, there was, wit- <laughs> there yeah, was witnesses. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You never feel like there was witnesses when everybody's drunk. No. no. But it's almost like Big Brother's watching when the sober people are there. yeah. That, that, that's very true, aye. And i tell you what's creepy as fuck sober people pulling on nights out. <laughs> God, yeah! If you're sober and you pull on a night out, you need to aye, look in the mirror. Like, aye. <laughs> you, you get it. proper problems, aye. don't you? If look, you, you haven't broke any laws. You you pull someone out, it's just really calculated. God, that's a really good
1: point. It's just
0: super calculated. Look, if if you're sober and you pull on a night out, that's not where you should be pulling. You should be pulling on a level playing field. And when you're talking about grey areas, right, there isn't a grey area, but if you feel like it's a grey area turn around you're yeah. in the wrong place yeah. if ever there's a point where you go well that's a grey area isn't Aye. it it's a grey area being sober on a night and then pulling someone and that that's a bit of a grey area isn't it you're like if you feel like the area's grey back away from the area completely and be, just, yeah. just in case the area just in case the climate changes Aye. and the line in the sand changes Aye. It, It's got to change within the grey area yeah. I can guarantee you. just it, in that. case
1: it, it, <laughs> it suddenly drifts from grey to very black <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. black and white yeah what's the so what about two sober people pulling
0: on a night out what's that if, if you're on a night out and you're just like oh I'm, I'm, I'm driving the night We're oh are fucking so und- I. Und- you're like oh me and Al you're like oh class let's fucking let's go out for a drink Aye. sometime <laughs> I don't think that's
1: <laughs> creepier too sober people pulling sober that makes me feel even more sick to be it, honest it seems incestuous <laughs> <laughs>
0: It seems weirdly incestuous. Yeah, yeah, yeah it they doesn't separate when they're, they're, with me they're drunk. They won't even notice. She would sneak off <laughs> and have a sober, sober kiss on the sticky dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> Just go home, you fucks. I know, this I know. Isn't yeah. for you. This yeah. place isn't for you.
1: Oh god, I never. I, that's a perfect point. I never thought about sober people pulling in right out uh-huh. because I don't think I ever went out pulling before. But, well. When I when I was going out on the pool and stuff like that, all my mates would be drunk. So they would never ever be a sober person anyway. Uh, because at that time none of us had cars. So we were getting home public transport or a taxi anyway. Whereas now you would go out a night out and there wouldn't probably be a couple of people to be driving.
0: Uh, yeah, especially at our age a lot of people have like had damage with alcohol and they've, they've they've quit for good reason and so they shouldn't with the support of their friends and yeah. they they didn't want to feel like they can't come out with you from yeah. drinking away. I mean, He's they, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's weird if you pull a drunk girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: God, it's really weird, isn't it? Like, the more I even think about it, it's getting it's worse good. and worse. It's so
0: calculated. Oh god. Um, I think. What about so about the strippers? <laughs> oh
1: no, no, God, no.
0: Anna, a a friend of mine that went. Out because people get addicted to the strippers. Mm. It's it's weird that like I mean it's not weird. It's like yeah, people are going to show you their boobs for a tenner. <laughs> yeah, 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 perfectly. She's trusted. perfectly
1: normal. I can, I can absolutely
0: <laughs> rationalize it. It's not, it's not. weird. But like I find it weird that you can get addicted to it. Right? Like yeah. Just, 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 like I like I like going to the strippers. Mm. I, I like chatting chatting on to the lasses at the strippers, getting a dance, having a drink we are mates. It's a laugh, right? And go like I, I like the strippers. Mm. Right? Some people love the strippers. What of my mates? <laughs> His wife sent him out to get a pizza and while he was waiting for the pizza. <laughs> oh, no. While he was waiting for the oh. pizza to get cooked, he popped out over the road and had his salad dance. Oh my and come god. Come back and his pizza and run back to his family. Jesus. He had a dance. <laughs> like, did... he, went out, he went he went went to collect Pizza and come back stinking <laughs> of perfume. <laughs> they <laughs> have just had to respect each other. <laughs> <laughs> but if you could get a shag in in that Oh too. my God. Because in that
1: situation, like I wouldn't, if I was waiting for a pizza, I would go for a pint. Like uh, I, if there was a pub nearby, I would, I'm just going to nip in there for a pint. And be. then... I would never ever think to go in and get a dance get a quick dance that is unbelievable
0: there would be something too transactional about it as well because normally like if you get on the strip as you're there with a, with a group of mates you like it, it's it's a chat you're normally there for a good like 15 minutes before you even get your first yeah. dance you know I just walk in just go one dance please <laughs> 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 I want dance oh, uh,
1: <laughs> I'm on the clock here so if you wouldn't mind hurrying this up
0: have you got a shorter track <laughs> you kind of dance to this meatloaf track so. Minutes long, I paying I'm but fucking come oh, on, it's bad out of hell, guys. Oh, that. how oh, is... you got the radio edit. have you got the radio edit of this track, we've got it. dance fast, dance faster. <laughs> Put it on a different RPM. <laughs> 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 so, so then you can, you're dancing at Have you got any scooter? <laughs> scooter on. you fucking... Yeah, just giving it the beans.
1: Oh, my God. That is that is one of the... That's one of the best stories I've ever heard. Someone <laughs> going to get a dance while they're waiting for a pizza.
0: I'll, I'll not name names, but I had a, a house of comics that lived with each other at the Fringe, and uh, one of the comics went you know, every afternoon to say that he was doing some writing. And um, one, one day the, uh, the comic who told us the story went, "I'll come out and do a bit of writing with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to help level. We haven't been writing. We <laughs> <laughs> afternoon dance. Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh,
1: it's so grim.
0: God. Uh, Slush hates the strippers.
1: Yeah, I don't. I, I don't do, imagine derogatory
0: towards them. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Hates women. <laughs> uh, I just didn't get it. Like, I, didn't, I don't. I can. I can. I can see.
1: I, I can imagine Danny. Because I've, I've never. I've not even been that. Maybe three times in my entire life. Mm. I've been, and they've all been. They've either been on stag do's or I holidays. You,
0: I tell you though, Mark, If I had a pound for every lap dance I've had, I'd spend it all on dances. <laughs> 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 I, went this, I went to the strip as in Vegas uh, Danny a couple of years back See, and now he, sort of he left us there. Did he? He left us there cuz he was like uh, like I would, ha- would had a bit of a win the day before so it wasn't like I was fucking dipping into my earnings like uh, from from yeah. the tour to, to spend at the strip house, uh, which are fine anyway but I was like it was, it's free dances so I was looking at, it's free money I would take yeah. money in Vegas I'll leave it in Vegas so yeah. away i have had a free Vegas right and uh, I was like I can't at the strip and and I went to the strip as and I got a dance and then I come back to me scene. <laughs> And there's, he's like far. a full drink, he's
1: fucked off. It's a
0: full drink, and he's fucked off. And he was like, well, you wanted to go at the strip house?" And once you were there, and you're in, and you're on your dance, God. so you like, can't. Like, e- you can't ditch someone at the strip house. I was high as fuck as well, man. I was stoned. It was afternoon, so it was the Tuesday shift, so there wasn't even that, that much atmosphere Aye. there. There was like, and by the way, the strip house. Even in Vegas, the strip house on the Tuesdays, like. Well, <laughs> oh, see that that, that <laughs> they're not the week they're not the weekend premium. That was my, that was going to be my point, like because I would do it in
1: Vegas because it's part of the Vegas experience. Because then suddenly you feel like you feel like you're in a 50 cent video or Aye. something like that. It's not it's not like the the in Edinburgh the pubic triangle. It's where, or dance. yeah pounds. Yeah, yeah, where somebody yeah. comes around with a fucking
0: are you uh, money, are you money laundering? <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> Someday I've seen you can't even make rent With a fiver
1: Like Oh god Like I've heard Like I've heard pals That have been in there And they said like that Someone comes round Like one of After a dance One of them came round With like a pitcher An empty pitcher And guys were putting 50 peas in Coins so running like on
0: glass Oh god Like But
1: Vegas A different kettle uh, of fish That's
0: a Different animal isn't it Yeah yeah, I. See, he he, thinking us there. He was like, "I just didn't get it." He was like, "It's just not. It's it's simulation. It's not. It's not real. Can, it's not happening." All that. I'm like, "Aye, but you you play FIFA." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Aye. It's not really a football match that's happening. On- I
1: can see Danny's because Danny's get quite a kind of analytical and dismissive mind. So I can see him. I can see what I can. Aye. If I'd have picked someone of all of us that wouldn't have enjoyed it, yeah, it definitely him. Danny. So yeah. say, whereas if I was to pick someone that would go. Well, he was waiting for a pizza aye. Tom
0: aye Tom yeah. even yeah. if he wasn't
1: waiting for a pizza
0: aye if, I mean waiting for Tom is a- waiting for a pizza <laughs> in fact <laughs> they're making <laughs> nine pizzas I've got about ten they, minutes <laughs> they think he's going back to a party <laughs> <laughs> he's going back alone <laughs> I'm, fat, I'm fat shaming my friend this is what's happening <laughs> <laughs> um See, this is how, like, say, Gav and Matty enjoy the strippers. Mm. They like the experience where the girl comes up and sits next to you, sits on your knee, pretends to be your friend, mm. pretends that you're special. Pretends that there's all these other guys in here, but oh, I'm so glad you walk in. I feel like I can be myself with you. Using my real name, I'm not really called Ruby. <laughs> Karen, <Yeah. laughs> they, they give up. Gavin, Garvin Matty loves the girls that give up their real name, <laughs> tag about put themselves a bit. Nah, I love lad, the way right.
1: you picked but, Ruby as an exotic <laughs> name. <laughs> I'm not really called Ruby. Ruby, I didn't think you were called fucking Ruby because you're you're not a woman that fought in the fifties for fuck's sake, Ruby. I, you did make
0: the munitions for the soldiers Ruby (laughs) you weren't working in the factory where the men were where the men were at war
1: (laughs) this is my stripper Nelly I was trying to think of a gemstone (laughs) Ruby (laughs) I'm
0: named Sylvia (laughs) my name isn't really Sylvia it's not i let you know my name's not really Doris it's not really Doris (laughs) I'm actually a Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, I, I didn't pick a stripper's name for an analogy, right? Not, not all my bits work on this podcast. Uh, they're like the ones that like reveal a little bit about themselves, that like get to know them. They're like the girlfriend experience. Right. And then when the girl takes them for a dance, they feel like they've connected with that person, Right. I look at it this way. You know, if I was walking down the street, right, mm-hmm. in any any girl and yeah, here for a hour, I'll show you it'd be funny. I'd be like, "When oh, you walk with to the cash point, he takes Scott. You, you take Scot- You're right, like take a Scottish note, is <laughs> that <take> like it?" <laughs> <point>? It's <laughs> <laughs> just I'm curious to see people's bits. Oh, there. Eh?
1: See that that the like I say the the lack of time I've had in them, but the chat beforehand that that's the worst that bit the uh, worst bit for me because i'm, I'm not i'm not very good at small talk. And i'm got, not very good at speaking to people i don't know i've got to go so, to i've God. got
0: to go to a bit of chat where i just tell them that i'm like oh i'm really shy when i talk to girls <laughs> oh, <I'm> go- <laughs> but I, uh, I, I never play it like i'm obviously not yeah <laughs> but yeah. i just say, I say the words <laughs> and i'm dead shy when i talk to girls <laughs> like i feel really bashful <laughs> That's me bit. <laughs> get their nerves. <laughs> <least. laughs> um, so anyway, we get the strippers after this. <laughs> <laughs> I t- I t- Five past one. I, t- I tell you, um, I, t- I tell you how much my life's changed from strip. I was, uh, I was with, I was with Peggy. <laughs> Peggy's a stripper name in my world. <laughs> <Peggy>. <laughs> <laughs> I <went to> ch- <laughs> my,
1: my name's not actually Peggy;
0: it's Crystal. <laughs> it's
1: Misty. <laughs>
0: um, I, uh, we took Peggy to puppy classes. Uh-huh. Like where this is a, a gear change. Uh, we took uh, took a, a church in Glasgow to have puppy classes, and um, it didn't really didn't really go that well you sure, sure. <laughs> you see how excitable she is when you come in. Uh-huh. Home? You know when he came in the door, she's like aloe at you. Yeah, right, I've I've got I'm on record on this podcast slagging off them kind of dogs. Yeah, so hard it's really like. It's 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 really karma that I ended up with a dog that'll go and wild and squeak yeah. and demand your love and maybe standing there going, Well love me dog then. Aye. Love me dog that we are do yeah. because I've literally sent me stall out fucking karma come at me fucking hard with this dog. This dog loves people, mm. loves other animals, loves kids, right? She's a fucking pest mm. <laughs> Right she pesters people and then after a couple of minutes it fucking calms down and you've seen how she is like you've been here for a little bit now yeah she's just yeah lying on her back in the kitchen yeah man in her belly rub yeah yeah and she chills out right she's like she listens to commands and she's like got a good, good intelligence where she like she knows what all the words mean and she knows what to do to get a treat and all that right but for that five minutes when she meets somebody all better off. Mm. Just fucking gone wild for five minutes and I kind of really, I haven't really figured out yet how to settle it down. So we'll go into this class where everybody gets a little section of the church that's like kind of these like tensor barriers. That's your bit, mm-hmm. there's your dog bowl. Put your blanket down there, that's where you're going to get them to settle. And they say, six of them are So six of them are taking up a portion of the church each, like miles from their dogs. And so they're trying to... They're teaching their granny how to suck eggs, they're trying to get us to the sit and they're trying to get us to the um oh what's it just basic basic recall. Yeah. Right? Which I know Peggy can do but only after that fucking first five minutes of meeting people. Right, and the whole time she's on the lead trying to get the dog over there trying to get the dog over there trying to get the dog out there just going will you just fucking let us get to one of these dogs Ash. so I can settle down Aye. and we kind of make contact we've all got our masks on and all that in this church and she's just fucking gone bananas for these other dogs while I'm trying to get taught to do tricks that she can already be yeah
1: That must be like walking a kid into Disneyland for her, though. Aye. Because when you present her with five other dogs and then five other strangers, Uh she must be like, she she won't know what to go for first. I just
0: wanted to go. Because some of the other dogs were the same. Some Mm. of them were less interested in the other dogs. The one opposite was just as bad as Peggy was. In fact, weirdly, Peggy was trying to get there playfully. And it looked like this was... I'm sure it was like (laughs) just a poodle, right? I don't think it was a cross. And if it was, it it was like 90% Mm. poodle. But it was was about like five, six times the size of Peggy, right? Uh, And it was just it didn't look like it wanted to play, it looked like it was hungry. <laughs> it was like it had a deeper voice. Yeah. It was a yeah, lot more like a rough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this dog wanted to eat my dog and my dog wasn't getting the memo and just yeah. wanted to play with it. And um, it, it, part of us wanted to go can we just let the dogs just Fucking yeah! In, five just minutes. The, where they can we just have just... five minutes where they like where they get to know each other, yeah. and have a little bit of crack, but like let off some steam, and then get back? Mm. We'll be, I basically mm. spent an hour just where Peggy just going fucking bananas on a lead that was like fucking having a cat on a lead. Yeah, in this <laughs> in this puppy. And dress. so,
1: do they like? Do the do, does? Is it different the second time? Is it a little yeah. less?
0: I'm hoping that it's got a diminishing returns on how fucking... like I'm hoping that was just like... Because it's a four-week course. Uh And they were like, I'll get them to settle on the blanket by putting treats on the blanket. You don't even say settle, you just put the treats on. Every time they look at it, put another treat on every time Mm. they look at it. I'm like, why on earth is she ever going to look at that blanket when there's fucking playmates? Exactly, yeah. There's playmates literally everywhere. So we we just sat there with our fucking masks on, like... Peggy, <laughs> <laughs> no one find well, she's not going to look back, or right, yeah. sure, that were. come, no one find well, that, because this is the thing with treats, right, if you're meant to give them treats, it's like, this is the high value thing, you'll do anything for this thing, but, if she wants to play with that dog, she wants to play with that dog more than she wants this treat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this treat means fucking jack shit. Well, I can put it right in front of my nose and she doesn't like. Yeah, because that's it. the treat now. That's, that's the treat yeah. Now. There's yeah. like there's a higher value reward thing going on yeah. in the room. You know, yeah. Uh, it was like, I was, I was just like, I've got. Any, it was one of them moments where I was like, I've had this dog for a good few months now, and I feel like I've got any control over her. Yeah. But then when you when you, when you see her on the house now, like, like she's grand. But that it might just be puppy energy. I don't know. Than the adolescent as well. I, I've got no idea. But it was one of those moments where I was just going, kind of like, ah, I hope I haven't fucked up this dog. <laughs> 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 I, hope, I hope I haven't just got a badly trained dog. Aye.
1: But then surely that's, that's the whole purpose of the lessons. Yeah. And like, we do
0: training with her every single day. Like three, three times a day. Yeah. for Like 15 minutes.
1: Because I imagine, regardless of how excitable she was, she would have been the most mental dog that they've ever had. Mm, at this thing or, <laughs> or or was it specifically mentioned she is the most mental dog that we have ever had at this thing uh,
0: i mean i like, think she was the, ment- the most mental dog there right uh, she was definitely the most mental dog there but
1: that uh, must be quite uh, embarrassing uh, <laughs> like it's, was, it's, was it's like eye. it's like when my kids like kick off in the supermarket uh, like uh, it's proper
0: yeah uh, I, I, I i can imagine that if like because it, it was it was just this, like that. But uh, like, what's the worst thing your kids have done to embarrass you? Um, have, they, have they done anything where you're just like they're not normally like this? Like, uh,
1: <laughs> nah, not too bad because they normally you can normally remove them from it. But you feel it's it's more of a a kind of societal thing where you do generally feel are people judging you
0: mm-hmm.
1: as if, is uh, you try to steal a child, like, you know, when they're really going mental and uh, there, there could be times where they're not just like, it's not like the, the stereotypical American film where they're on their back and hammering like that. They are properly screaming at you. No, leave me alone. Leave me alone. And if you only heard that audio, uh, you'd go, somebody's trying to steal that child. Uh, yeah. So you do start to get a bit self-conscious that, is someone going to step in here and go? Can I see some kind of identification to prove that that is actually your child? So,
0: I <laughs> uh, fuck So, because people, people's mentality will be like, "What if I'm right? Not what if I'm wrong?" Like yeah. no, nobody's mentality is going to be like, "Oh, he's probably not stealing a kid." Yeah, everyone will be like. I'll not sleep at night unless I fucking just keep an eye on this situation. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody. Yeah. So I, the, the, the worst thing is the situation looking looking terrible.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I like, mean it makes it worse the fact that I've got an erection the whole time as well. Yeah,
0: because i I would say that that you know when. Um, when the dog ran into the school when you were a kid, do you remember yeah. that? It fucking blew your mind. Yeah, because you're like, oh my god, the fucking dogs running into the school. Yeah, like you're talking about it all day in class to, and happened
1: to my kids uh, a couple of weeks ago. A dog, a dog went into the playground. Yeah, Then like a yeah. bit
0: dodgy because they're like nobody knows that dog isn't mm. like it might not be well trained. It might be, but like a mm. bad dog, fucking somebody could get hurt. But chances are, it's just gonna be exciting. for everybody yeah, 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 yeah. I've only ever looked at that situation from the point of view of the kid in the school because that's like the only. Side of it, I've mm. been on. I would be fucking mortified if I just dropped the lead and Peggy ran into the school. Mm. And I just have to walk into that schoolyard full of kids with be puppy. <laughs> <laughs> In the glass shutter, yeah, I'm you know, just a 40-year-old man in me fucking <laughs> waterproof fucking hiking gear. <laughs> <laughs> with the, with the puppy, a puppy and a poo, and all these kids getting dead excited The <laughs> it. And the teachers come out, and I'm like, it's not our lunch! <laughs> <life." laughs>
1: but you've essentially got in with a fishing net, <laughs> just like,
0: yeah. cast the dog out. I uh, guess that, that's when that, I was talking to Natalie, but she was like, oh, that wouldn't even cross my mind at all. I'd be, like, dead excited about, like, the kids seeing the pup, seeing Peggy and I'd walk away with Peggy. It wouldn't cross my mind at all. And I was like, I think I've just discovered female privilege. Yes. <laughs> that's female. Yeah. That is female privilege right there. Female privilege is you can go in, innocently into a schoolyard full of kids and show them your puppy yeah. on on a level that it should be enjoyed at. Yeah. <laughs> as a cloak, just look as innocent as it is, just devon do it. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's a good way to put it. That I mean, the balance is still very much on us.
0: In oh, yeah, male, oh, yeah, male yeah, male privilege. I, I <laughs>
1: Higher wages, more respect, <laughs>
0: oh, more oh, power. I wa- but I wasn't. You get me. to go in there. Oh, I, <laughs> I, 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 wa- I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't putting a feather on the scales of
1: justice.
0: I wasn't putting a feather on the scales of justice and go. See, <laughs> see, women. We have, women achieved, have, we have too. achieved
1: equality here. Right.
0: <laughs> 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 well, we've, each, we've each got a weight in the scales. <laughs> Aye. So that's that's been because um, I haven't it hasn't not much time has passed since I last saw you because mm-hmm. you're going to the Isle of Arran with the family so we're recording next week pod- yeah we're recording yeah. Monday's podcast a week in advance pretty much just so we've got it in the can yeah uh, which I want to talk about the, the islands in Scotland shortly as well mm-hmm. um, a couple of things that have happened since I last saw you is I found out that male dogs uh, can ejaculate when they're humping. There you go Uh, One of our listeners I knew it One of the listeners uh, Dog humped their friend's jacket And left a spunk stain on it That was still there Very much to this day Nice So they're going Oh there's Jazz's spunk On your jacket (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's fans the dogs called jazz, is it?
0: <laughs> jazz, jazz. <laughs> jazz. <laughs> yeah, it's jizz, alloy, I hope I haven't butchered your story the way you tell it. That's on Instagram. <laughs> I will reply to you. I've got this really bad habit of reading things that people send us on Instagram and not replying right, because yeah. the replying like it takes up a bit of time and like it all, also, <laughs> also yeah. the conversation.
1: And, and you don't mean enough to
0: them, <laughs> <laughs> so I often just go. I'm just scanning my phone and like while well, I'm having a shit, but like yeah. I'm not like sitting doing for half an hour with my coffee. to, yeah. <laughs> to deal Re- with my correspondence. Correspondence. Yeah. So I I should have replied, but I have read your message. Um, uh, also, my results come back from the dentist, and I showed you the time lapse. Yeah, was so cool. It's so cool. I'm getting uh, I'm getting my teeth straightened with this. Like, it's not Invisalign. It's a company called Seafast. So it's like the it's like the two stripe knockoff <laughs> knock version. It's a no, It's the it's the knockoff. Uh, but they didn't pump as much money into um, marketing, so it's less expensive. Mm. But it does the exact same thing. Um, these invisible braces. So you get, like, you get these composites that get put on your teeth, mm-hmm. which uh, the, the Charlie tells us, oh, you get these composites on your teeth and then you do the thing. And he's like, just a second, you know what composites are? And I was like, nah. And he was like, if there's anything that I'm saying that you don't know, like, just please ask them let us just talk gibberish to you. Yeah. Try and understand <laughs> what fuck, I'm saying. The now. fuck are these teeth thing you keep talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so composites are these, like, kind of, like, millimetre by one millimetre things that they put them, like what you would get with braces. Right, okay. To your teeth. Oh, they'd be tight, yeah, yeah. And then you get these like invisible gum shields that I click to it and you'll get like a sequence of them over the course of like 20 weeks or whatever. Mm. where you replace them and it'll be slightly different shape and it pulls them out. But what they do give you is like a visual, like 3D rotation of your jaw. mm um, and you can press play, and it'll do like a time lapse of the twenty weeks of your teeth straightening up. And how fucking good is it to watch? It's amazing. How rewarding is it's it? It's proper addictive to it's, watch it's, as it's well. It's like, cathartic, yeah. isn't yeah. it? I've watched it over a hundred times. I'm like, if any, if anybody ever gets one of them like uh, videos, please send us the link. Yeah. I think that's like mean new fucking kink now. Yeah. I just say, like, yeah. I just want to watch people's teeth straightening up and time lapse. So you, like, I kind of get hard with it. <laughs>
1: And am I right in of you get these sent through the post? Like, each of the clear braces, Aye. they'll get sent they'll through I believe so, Unbelievable, in eh? Isn't man. that
0: great? That's class. changed days. Ah, it is. It's changed days. I was chatting to gavin but he was like, we're going to be this Benjamin Button generation where, like, you fucking just sort yourself out, get yourself fixed. Yeah. And it it, it actually put us on the, uh, I found the, that Bill Bear link. In centre to Gav. Have you seen the Bill Burr three minute, four-minute bit about plastic surgery? About the first ones over the trenches getting it done. <laughs> oh god. Oh my god. Like, he says he saw like a guy that had like hair surgery, and he looked great, and he's waffing his hair run and all that. And he's like, I wish I got this done ten years ago. And he's like, No, you don't <laughs> <laughs> where well, they just get you in a headlock and staple that leg? I kind of do impressions. <laughs> Go ahead and just Google Bill Burr plastic surgery or Bill Blur hair-, hair transplant. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking one of the greatest bits. Uh, he just because the the bit one of the bits that got us the most because you know how he does act out yeah. act outs and stuff, right? He sends someone away with a fucking face done, right? It's like he's the surgeon, and then he turns around, and he goes, "What did we do wrong? We followed every step. I thought we'd done it perfectly. We made it. Over- oh, sorry, here's your keys, sir." <laughs> <laughs> and he had in the bit, he had the person come back into the surgery oh, while, while the surgeons were fucking talking about the disaster they've just made of oh, the guy's brilliant.
1: face. Because so, I because get braces like that, the, the my teeth were worse than they were hell. when I was younger. Yeah, I used to because I, I was born right with um, teeth. Yeah, I was born with teeth. <laughs> I was because I, I, I've got an overbite, right? Uh, you know. I was born with uh, my jaw. Like way back here, right? oh, like,
0: So you've had work done on the. Yeah, orbit. so
1: so the braces I had had to like because a lot of people, uh, a lot of people's... my front teeth are actually quite straight. They're big, but oh. they're quite straight, and they go straight down. Whereas a lot of people's like protrude outwards. Yeah. So their braces are to bring them back in. Yeah. You know, like you've got a tooth that's twisted. Yeah. That was to do it was to bring back in. My brace was to pull my jaw forward. So did you have one of them that comes out Yes, your face? No, it like wasn't waiting. attached to it, but it was something, I could take it in and I've out. I've never
0: seen one of them in real life, no. I've only seen them in like South Park and Yeah, that. yeah. No, that I mean
1: this was a big thing, that I, but I could, it wasn't like train tracks, it wasn't fixed timities but it was a big massive thing that I used to be able to, I would wear it all day and then I would take it out to eat and I would take it out when I was sleeping. Um And it was bas- bas- it basically forced the jaw forward, so that, like, because I, I couldn't used to be able to touch my Bottom teeth and my front teeth, so uh, but then the way you would do it is, um, you used to get impressions, right? And what it was was they'd fill up these gum shields with pink sludge, Uh it was like uh, like mod like like modeling clay. This is
0: what I had done, yeah. So they still do that, yeah,
1: and they they slush it down onto your Uh and then it it waits there until it hards and then it's. Uh-huh. And then it sluks it back up. Yeah, it's disgusting. Uh-huh. Like it makes you like. There's so many times I gagged when I was doing it because there's a <laughs> lot of shit in this, it. This
0: is you find out you kind of took a dick of your time. Yeah, mind. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. This yeah. is you realizing how yeah. bad the COVID tests are going yeah. to be in the future. So, do they still do the wee hot bit of wax, where they heat up a, a bit of wax and then it's like pink wax, and then they put it and you bite down on it, and that gives your
0: you know, impressions even, of the top of your Even tees. though I just got it done recently, I don't know if I've suppressed the memory, but now they I like I think he like held it in. Yeah. He like, held in a thing.
1: I mean it's cool the sound it makes
0: Aye, when it swells. takes off because it is a squelch. I don't it, think, I don't squelch, think it was hot but... wax though, it was more like a putty.
1: Ah see I thought I saw so I, I I think it was I like, I mean it would be a lot more advanced yeah. now. But I didn't I no I didn't realise that I thought it was all computerised. Like I thought they would just take photos of your.
0: Oh, they did take X-rays as well. Yeah, uh, they took like X-rays and then they got the impressions and they fucking sent it all over to this lab and then mm. like about a month later, uh, like well, I got it done towards the end of December yeah. got it at the beginning of January. Because I remember that I when know. I got when we did Middle the boxing,
1: um, I needed to buy a gum shield. Aye. First oh, of yeah. all, first of all, I didn't know. I, I thought I'd have to send off for a gum shield, but then I was kind of searching about, it and I was like, "Oh, like JD Sports, get them anywhere. We'll Aye. do a gum shield." But then I didn't realize. Well. Is, it, is it, there's a standard gum shield, but it is a thing you put a, You put in boiling hot water. I water. fucked
0: me. I and fucked then me gums the first it time I did. Um, I, I joined Ashland Thirds Rugby Club and I'd never wore a gum shield before and you needed one for the rugby. Uh-huh. I don't know if you need one, but recommended. And uh, I took it straight out of the kettle water, you know, when you put in the boiling water. And then straight and onto straight it, Straight into me. Oh, fucking just scalded and, your gut. And sucked them in And I was just Jesus. like, I just, thought, I just thought like you just had to brace the pain, like I do. I was just like, "Oh fuck, this is fucking hard." My gums were bleeding and all that. <laughs> oh. burnt, burnt my gums. Oh
1: god, you still got your gum shield
0: from the? don't and I've I've got a different one because I've, I've been through a few. Yeah, I trained for quite a bit as well yeah. after the boxing. So I've I've got one upstairs. I don't know how hygienic it is to put one back in when you haven't used it for a year. <laughs>
1: Oh, it's just been under your bed, getting kicked about the
0: floor. <laughs> <laughs> it's, in the, it's literally a fucking white eye bag, which I haven't, moved, I haven't used any of me kit since I moved from London. Ah, that'll be disgusting. <laughs> be fucking rank. It's probably like fruit trees growing out of it, in figs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and uh, you're ringing? Oh, I'm ringing. You, so you've right. got kids. You should answer that. that's right, an
1: un, unknown number. It's so fine.
0: Unknown number. Aye, right. just let it let it run. Anyway, alright because last time that happened on the podcast when you guessed it on it, yeah, uh, you ended up having to go pick Shamus up from school. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but had one of the teachers. Didn't yeah, taking his
1: gun to school and <laughs> shot the classroom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, well, like, kids will be kids, man. <laughs> kids, kids will be kids. You gotta, you know, he'll be fine. He'll be alright as long as he doesn't like gone any further <laughs> shoot up real people <laughs> um, so, so that, that's what happened since I saw you I've got me I got my teeth results back and uh, I took Peppy to puppy class mm. Peppy I keep calling me, me Peppy <laughs> my granddad's old dog was called Peppy that's
1: a cool name for a dog
0: yeah good yeah, uh, it uh, I keep that mysteriousness Peppy uh, Peppy <laughs> <laughs> hey Pepe, Pepe Pew which does not stand the test of time. <laughs> no, <laughs> new, no, new <laughs> Um I, I feel like I, I keep. Uh, it's like uh, if I call if I call Natalie by like my ex's name. I feel like I keep doing uh, that. I keep doing that to my dog. And I'm just like. Uh, uh, your um, ex was called Pepe as well. <laughs> <laughs> Same person. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I used to gan out when my granddad's dog. <laughs> so I've, uh, I've I've had all that action. You've been uh, kicking about with Les Dennis. I did. That's Les Dennis in the radio show that
1: I host, um, which is weird. He's a lovely, lovely guy. Really which, sh- nice. Sh- very, shout, very, out the,
0: shout out the radio show. Can they watch it? Can they listen? To yeah, it? yeah, yeah. It's
1: on the it? the uh, BBC Sounds app. Then, uh, it's called The Good, The Bad, and the Unexpected, and it's like a. It's a kind of cross between a, a chat show and a panel show that I do every mm. week. And uh, you've been on it I've a couple of times. I love it. And it's... Because because lockdown happened, um, we used to do it in front of a, an audience, mm. live audience. And then when like lockdown... The stand I, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, when lockdown happened, obviously we couldn't be in venues. So we were doing it online. And online opens you up to a range of guests that you would never have had before because you don't have to pay...
0: They don't have to leave the house.
1: Yeah, they, they, they're so more willing to do it because it'll take two hours out of their day and they can sit in their kitchen or in their bedroom and do it. You don't need to pay for transport. You don't need to pay for hotel rooms. So the the the, the, the show saves money and stuff like that. So you, it opens you up to this. And
0: So just to let American listeners know, uh, the... Les Dennis is the guy who does our Family Fortunes. Oh yeah, Family Feud
1: is what the... Family. Family, family Feud is the... Yeah, with Steve... Uh, God, what's his name? He was the guy that fucked up the Miss World announcement. I don't he, know about he, this. Do you not know this? No. Um, what's his name? Uh, Matt, I don't have any signal on the phone, but the Steve something and he was announcing the... It was either Miss America or the Miss World and he basically said like the winner is Miss... Venezuela, it's dynamite, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she goes up so chuffed. And then he can read Ian, it. Psych bitch! And he'd read the card wrong and no, actually, it's Miss Columbia. And so she's sitting back like this, not knowing. And then the, the sheer devastation in oh, Miss Venezuela's face. Nah. Because a guy came up and had to take the crown off her.
0: Oh, and then going, and it's like, oh, he, it's so bad. I imagine you, usurping Miss World. Yeah.
1: He was a comedian as well. I can't remember the guy's name. Was he a comic too? Yeah, he was a comic, yeah. And um, so... So yeah, we uh, we we now are able to get ga- get these guests, and it started off we would get like higher like high profile British comedians that we would normally have not been able to get, and now it's gone into actual like proper
0: like fucking t- celebrity personality, like yeah. game show hosts. And yeah. That, yeah, so yeah. We've,
1: we've started getting people that have got of cool stories. Ra- radio for, DJs, like yeah, through, like, we'd, so we've had. I mean, we had Tony Hadley. Is lead singer of Spandau Ballet on. Mind. We had Eddie the Eagle Edwards class. on, which was class. I've
0: skied with him. I, have you? Because uh, he was yeah, talking well, about. I was, was
1: bored. He was talking about Altitude actually yeah, I, when he was on. And the best, one, well, we had Don McLean, who wrote and sang American Pie. Mind. And, uh, like, when the producer ask, texts me... Did
0: he ask him how he felt about uh, Tyson Fury? Oh, God, I didn't
1: even know. We, we <laughs> talked about the Madonna cover. It was when Tyson, Tyson Fury
0: went into the second verse, like everyone was singing along with him after <laughs> yeah, the Yeah, day. yeah, yeah. And everyone was singing along with him, and then he was like, verse two, and you're like, is he going to do that? <laughs> yeah, Is yeah.
1: he's going to do a whole nine-minute song here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he was... That, that was one of the most surreal experiences that I've ever had in my life. Uh, because he didn't really have a clue what was going on he's this millionaire I mean multi-millionaire American 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 artist who's had like a, a drug adult to fuck 70s and then is just like going on tour again and he thought it was like a promo thing that he was—he he thought it was going to be like one of those junkets where you just do loads of interviews, yeah. and suddenly he's playing this panel show.
0: And he's got like pre-prepared. He's, you've got to have pre-prepared stuff for that. Yeah, right? you, get, you get given like a yeah, heads up yeah, on yeah, what yeah. yeah. Be
1: so, and we reason. only had we only had him for an hour so the producer was like get as much as you possibly can out of him from her ask him about American pie ask him about what's about ask him how much money he's made from it so I'm shoehorn shit and he can't really understand me to the point where the producer who is Scottish but but grew up in uh, Croydon and has an English accent came on at the end and went thanks very much for that Don and he went oh I can understand you now and he went, yeah, that's because I'm not Mark. So he was like, he didn't understand a fucking word I said the whole time. And then
0: and then the producer came in from the gods. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, ah,
1: like as, as if a, as if some kind of translation app had just been put on to <laughs> translate the Scottish accent. He yeah,
0: put in the, the babel fish in his ear. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And he sang, he sang halfway through the, because Shappy Korsandi was on it as well. Great. And, uh,
0: How's she doing? I
1: haven't seen anyone. She's grand, aye. Uh, and uh, sh- uh, halfway through, they're talking. She, I think it was her or Jean McGarry, who was also as a Scottish actress, um were doing their story. And suddenly, Don McLean at over just goes, "Mark, I want to sing you a song." Right? Yes. And I was like, "All right." And he just made up, improvised this song like I, I, I was being serenaded is this on the radio this
0: is on the radio people can listen to this people can listen to this oh, I got nice. serenaded by
1: the guy that wrote American Pie nice it's, it's it, honestly surreal that's amazing great fun but surreal
0: fucking unreal right we're, we're wrapping up this podcast now we'll do some dad jokes but that's if everybody's still got fucking stuff to do and your podcast's come to an end go straight on to BBC Sounds and get, yeah. get that yeah for American
1: for American uh, listeners um, we had the lead singer of the Spin Doctors who's an American guy called Chris Barron we are still, we still pretty big over there. Do reunion tours and all that kind of shit. So he was awesome. He was the first episode of this series, I think. So that'll be up there.
0: Oh, uh, right, here is.
1: Right, let me see. So I, I get a in the notes. It.
0: I've still, I've still got my notes of uh, oh, if, if anybody's listening you're not a patron uh, we've done an episode just before we recorded this one so it'll be up now you'll be able to get it now on Patreon uh, we've done a telling each other stuff we might not know so we just went into the depth of the internet and tried to find out shit that would be bringing to the table that yeah. did you know this and we've done an hour of just sharing shit that we thought the other one might not know it was a fun podcast uh, you can get that now over on Patreon for just three quid
1: right Guy okay your Dad got his nipple pierced on holiday once. The holiday was in Blackpool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Me, dad used to go on holiday to Blackpool. <laughs> <laughs> he did, yeah. you know, they'd all get the buses yeah. there, wouldn't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the fucking factory workers <laughs> now like yeah. we got trips away to Blackpool. <laughs> uh, when your dad gets out the bath, he uses anti wrinkle tr- cream on his pruned fingers. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Your dad's party trick is farting the hole of hot in here by Nelly.
0: <laughs> Your dad once laid an egg and when it hatched it was you.
1: <laughs> Your dad eats pizzas from the inside out. <laughs> That's what you meant to do. <laughs> no, you're no. You take a slice of it. <laughs> it Fuck, so <what> you did it. <laughs> I was looking away and I was like, I was thinking like it was like a, a circle <laughs> and you would start with a knife and fork.
0: <laughs> I didn't explain that one particularly well. Your dad has a blowhole on the top of his head, <laughs> <laughs> like, like a whale, and he blows tea out of it after every <laughs> swing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, this is the last one I've got. Yeah, you got one uh, as well. Your dad still has a favourite page three girl. It was Becky, nineteen from Skegness. She's <laughs>
0: dead now. Old age. <laughs> Old age, Connor Your dad uses the water from his boiled eggs to make his coffee. <laughs> Right, Andrew, right thanks for that, Mark. Cheers. I'll uh, see you all on Thursday. Enjoy, uh, um, enjoy the Isle Arran with the family. and uh, yeah. I wanted to ask yes. you about the Islands because I've, I've been living up in Scotland for like a year. Oh, talk, talk about it. I haven't it. been out, out any of them. So let's talk all about talk it. Talk we'll about it next week. Next aye, week. Aye. Right, Go. champion, see you then.